everybody gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ears. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is Dr. Ron here, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, in our fifth season and our 26th episode of 2020. Wouldn't we like to get rid of 2020? Well, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it, and I appreciate the referrals and the kind comments. Uh, Today, uh, we're going to talk about location, location, location. No, that's real estate. We're going to be talking about immunity, immunity, immunity. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And with that, I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. I've said it before, having an attitude of gratitude makes you happier. And it could also make you healthier. The reason for this is because a feeling of gratitude makes us see things from a more optimistic point of view. Being optimistic has been shown to lower your blood pressure, help you get a better night's sleep. How about that? Increase longevity. Anti-aging. Gratitude. It also helps us bounce back faster from stressful situations. Having an attitude of gratitude makes us kinder. More trusting, more social, more appreciative. As a result, more friendly. And it, it can deepen our existing relationships. Attitude of gratitude, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so let's start this program with a little bit of positive news with a caveat. Uh, then we'll talk about the immune system and some diet and some supplements. But on um, June 1st, there was an article, I mean July 1st, that stated that 
COVID-19 herd immunity is much closer than antibody tests suggest from two studies. Now, a caveat, please. These were small studies, and they were not peer-reviewed. One is from Germany, and one is from Sweden. The prevalence of immunity to the coronavirus that causes COVID-19 may be much higher than previous research suggests, according to this new study by researchers associated with the Karolinska Institute in Sweden. In addition, a new German study by researchers associated with the University Hospital in Tübingen, Germany, report that people who have been previously infected with versions of the coronavirus, remember the coronavirus, there's at least 25 of them, and they're the ones that cause the common cold. So people that have been previously infected and have had a common cold also have some immunity to the COVID-19 virus. So if these reports stand up uh, to peer review and scrutiny, that would be great news. And they would suggest that the pandemic could be over sooner rather than later. And it is already shown to be less lethal than feared. And this would go uh, in concert with the news coming out of the CDC that asymptomatic positive tested patients for COVID-19 very rarely transmit the virus. Okay. But just remember, so, you know, we are uncensored, unfiltered. Both studies are based on small sample sizes and they have not been peer reviewed, but the researchers, uh, you know, say that and are very honest in their uh, uh, presentation of about this herd immunity. Epidemiologists, easy for me to say, right, ladies and gentlemen, epidemiologists typically estimate that COVID-19 threshold for immunity is around 60 to 70 percent. So these researchers think that there's a robust T-cell response and, and memory from other coronaviruses. Okay. The German study actually had 365 people in it, 180 with COVID and 185 without it, and uh, similar type results. And there's their their report in Science Times has this final sentence, which suggests that earlier common cold coronavirus infections may provide about eight in 10 people, some degree of immune protection from the COVID-19 virus. That is just great news. And great news today, too, from uh, the state of Florida, where we had two deaths yesterday. We have approximately 21 million people in the state. We had 10 deaths. So, I mean, two deaths, excuse me, two deaths in, in 21 million people. So, that is also just just great news. Okay, but remember, I, not to go back on my word, because I am a follower of Apata, Charles Butterworth, and when you have studies that use the words and phrases suggest, indicate, seems to suggest, theorizes, you got to be careful. So I want to make sure you know that this is not written in stone, but hopefully some other studies will prove this. And it looks like it's proven itself uh and what's happening, uh, uh, you know, right here in, in real time. 
All right. So look, you you know uh, you can't keep politics out of this, but what's a sixty four thousand dollar question about the, the the treatment? Well, the maker behind the authorize, Doctor Tony Drug, for COVID, they got their price tag. Where do you hear it? It's a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. So look, you know, big pharma always cashes in. That shouldn't shock you. So let's uh, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Here's how the feds are letting one drug company take advantage of the health crisis, and you and me. And we'll get back to hydroxychloroquine after this. Do you know this uh, Gilead had public funding? So far, it's the first and only antiviral drug to successfully come out of the COVID-19 clinical trials, and the FDA has issued an emergency authorization for it to treat hospitalized coronavirus patients. And, you know, we're talking about Dr. Tony's drug, remdesivir. Researchers say the benefit is modest, and they put that in quotes. But most cases have, have shown that any little bit of help could make a difference between breathing on your own or going on a ventilator. Remdesivir appears to slash four days off the average hospitalization time. That's pretty, that, that is, that is significant, right? But these four days come at a hefty price. If you have private insurance and you find yourself hospitalized with COVID-19, it's maker Gilead Sciences will charge you $3,120 for the standard course of treatment. And your out-of-pocket expenses, of course, and costs will depend on your insurance and, and whatever. We don't know a lot of that. But, you know, you and I would agree that any day you don't have to wake up in a hospital is worth 780 bucks. But imagine the sticker shock that current COVID-19 patients about to receive this drug might be experiencing if they wonder whether their insurance is going to pay for it. Here's the kicker. This is what got me. You're right. We've already paid for it. You paid for it. I paid for it. Gilead invented this 10 years ago, and it's been on the shelf. The company let it sit until what? Our government gave them $70 million. $70 million. And that's just a fraction of what Gilead says developing and manufacturing the drug will cost in 2020. Supposedly a billion. So 10 years ago, we gave them $70 million to develop this drug. Sat on the shelves for 10 years. But an analysis by the Institute for Clinical and Economic Review Raw materials to make a 10-day course of treatment with remdesivir, well, I should have a drum roll, come in about 10 bucks, yeah, a buck a day. Just uh, how do you justify that that kind of pricing, especially uh, for anybody? Because if it's covered by insurance, it does come back to us. Other developed countries outside the United States will will pay prices that are 25% lower, and developing countries will have access to a much cheaper generic version than the United States. 
Our money helped to subsidize this drug. That's the point of this. And we don't have any say in its pricing. And Gilead has the exclusive control of the patent. There's no ROI. There's no return on your investment for this. So, look, it's great to, that we have it. It's something we should be grateful for. Uh, that this rejected drug was rescued. And it just shows some promise. Okay. But it's not 100%. There's going to be people that can't afford it. So we got to try to never to need it. So how does this, where does this uh, tie in? Well, it, it ties in with the fact that the study that Dr. Tony uh, never talks about is the one that was, you know, put out in the news by Cheryl Atkinson, who's just a fantastic reporter, one of the best. It was done at the Henry Ford Health System, and it looked at 2,541 patients at six hospitals between March 10th and May 2nd. While 26.4% of those who did not receive hydroxychloroquine died, only 13% of those who did get the drug died. So it was a significant decrease in death at the Henry Ford Hospital Health System, Henry Ford Health System. Not to get into all this, but it, the drug does work. They gave it with zinc. You know, it's, it's about the, a buck a buck a pill. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration and Dr. Tony have been against it because I guess it's too cheap. Uh, there is it's still not being. Uh, Authorized by the FDA as we speak for COVID. Um, so we're going to have to wait and see what's going to happen with this uh, because it looks like Tony has control of uh, this situation and, and pushing the remdesivir. But that's the politics of this, and it shouldn't enter into it. Uh, they were using hydroxychloroquine too late in the course of the disease when, it was, when it's used early. Wow. Incredible results. All right, so how do we, what do we do for ourselves? Remember, we started this program so that you can be the CEO of your own body, so that you can take control, you can have answers before anything you have done to it. And remember that not everything that counts can be counted, not everything that can be counted counts. So all these numbers we're getting uh, from on television 24-7, how many cases, cases, cases? Well, the more you test, the more you, the more positive cases you're going to get, huh? So we we can't let all those that counting uh, get into our heads because it'll cause one of the things that uh, will decrease our immune system, and we have to talk about that because our stress levels, our fear, our panic have been going crazy. You know, we have had changes in work, our home life, our ability to go out, places where you normally go naturally to de-stress, sheltering in place, trying to get new routines. And those with a prior history of, of anxiety and or trauma may find themselves triggered by these new circumstances and frustrated with a sense of going backwards, right, to manage their situations. 
And as things now slowly begin to open up, some people are noticing increased anxiety around figuring out how to return to their previous patterns and whether if they return to their role, they're going to go back to their quote unquote normal. And what's it do? It causes sleep disruption. And gosh, that's so important to our immunity. Good restorative sleep. We'll talk about that. It increases our food cravings and typically comfort foods and carbohydrates, which have been associated with making you more susceptible to COVID. Digestive issues. And how about how sedentary are we these days? So each has an impact on our stress and anxiety levels. They have to be addressed. Increased stress and anxiety take a toll on our mood, making us worse, as well as our physical health, huh? So if you think of your weight gain as just a physical issue, you have to also now include that it's reducing your immune function. It's just as significant, okay, because you need your immune system to be healthy as possible. So let's just start out because there is a brain gut axis. That means there what is good if the gut is happy, the brain generally is happy. And one of the most important and often ignored aspect of mental health is what? Gut health. This gut brain connection. When researched this and this this these these germs in our in our gut, you know, they have much more DNA than our own DNA. 300 trillion germs that we, that we live with in, 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 in symbiosis, in homeostasis, that we get along with one another. But this microbiome plays a role in this, this communication highway up and down between the brain and the gut. So when our microorganisms in our gut are well-balanced, they allow for healthy, productive communication with the brain. Huh? Seems, seems like make, that makes sense. So what does that, if you have healthy communication, it, it leads to a more positive mood, a reduced anxiety, clearer thinking, get rid of that brain fog. But when that, the delicate balance of microorganisms in the gut gets thrown out of whack, however, this communication breaks down in a way that can lead to anxiety, Foggy thinking, poor attention, low mood, and whatever. So during these high stress periods uh, that we're going through right now, the body uh, goes into a self-preservation mode. You know, it's a flight or flight, fight or flight response that we've talked about. You get lots of adrenaline and cortisol, you know, just like you're being attacked by a saber-toothed tiger. But when these hormones are released... Uh, as they should be. The body has difficulty clearing them out. And they circulate in our system and they can cause a lot of problems. And one area affected is the gut microbiome by these stress hormones. As they, the excess of these hormones lead to imbalances in our gut. And consequently, we have GI functioning that's not so good. That impacts the transmission from the gut to the brain and then brain function. Okay, so what do we do? Well, those of you who have listened to me know that I'm a, a believer in spore biotics. Okay. And these have been talked about for a long time and have been really uh, 
proposed by uh, Dr. Dietrich Klinghart, who's an MD, PhD. And these spore-based probiotics consist of the cell wall of the spore, which is a protective shell around the DNA and the working mechanism of that DNA. Okay, so it protects it until it gets to the point where it has to work. It's not destroyed in our stomachs. And these spores have been shown to dramatically increase immune tolerance, which means they help repair damage to the intestinal barrier. Since they are not live, they are unaffected by antibiotics. Okay, so antibiotics are something that kills your gut microbiome. The spores are able to live through that. They modulate anti-inflammatory hormones. And they downgrade inflammatory ones. They, uh, so in other words, they can help restore a balance between inflammation and anti-inflammation. And, I mean, not to bore you, but, you know, they, they can increase the reproduction of acidophilus, bifidus, and other microbes in your gut. Guess how? By electromagnetic messages they send out. Isn't that incredible? So when you take a regular probiotic, they, they primarily take care of themselves. Bacillus spores, on the other hand, actually enhance many of the other beneficial microbes. And they can enhance 24 more different, uh, different microbes. And they can suppress pathogenic ones. So think about a good omega spore probiotic microbiome, and Minnesota makes a good one. I do recommend them. I think it's a good product. You don't have to take one a day. Again, I get nothing from this. This, this show is self, self-funded. So we have to keep the gut micro gut microbiome healthy. Really important. So remember, the gut bacteria not only influence our behavior, but they influence cognitive function, how we think, how we don't have we how we get through the day without getting foggy. Okay? And it does this through well-known pathways with this long vagus nerve this, this, that goes from our gut to our brain. It has to do with these neurotransmitters, serotonin. People, you hear about that. You know about dopamine. Okay. So something you should know about, especially during these times, uh, and we'll get more into, a little bit into diet, okay, because uh, your diet is important. It's not only what you put in, and that's good, but you have to avoid toxins. Okay, so and and, and with, as regards stress, it's a it's a two way street. The stress, you know, a bad bacterial flora can make you make your stress worse, and the worse you have your stress, that can influence your gut bacteria. All right, so one thing I should mention is electromagnetic fields have been shown. Okay, to affect your gut flora. So be careful where you put your phone to put on your stomach. Turn off your Wi-Fi at night, please. Okay, really important. So eating a nutrient-dense, low-processed diet will be pretty good, right? 
but try lowering your intake of things like sugar, processed meats, chemically sprayed crops, refined grain products, alcohol, packaged snacks. Include more high potassium food and sources of magnesium like leafy green veggies, sweet potatoes, avocados, healthy fats like virgin olive oil, coconut oil are also important. Cage-free eggs, grass-fed meat, wild-caught fish, fermented foods like kimchi. Needless to say, you should not be smoking. And as Dr. Peskin said, and I could read from from his article, but I'm not, but just remember a couple weeks ago, the parent essential oils are important for immune function. The omega-6s, the right ratio. And they do inhibit the virus from getting into the the cell. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I need to take a just a quick uh, break and we'll hear what Dr. Ron's doing. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryo spa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryo Spa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about cool cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the cool cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your cool cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Okay, Dr. Ron. He's also doing telemedicine for functional medicine, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so the uh, parent essential oils as recommended by Brian Peskin, Professor Peskin, MIT graduate. Okay, and uh, he says, you know, most of us are attempting to avoid contracting this virus by using masks, gloves, disinfectants, and antiseptics, but we should be strengthening our immune system, okay? And there's one, more than one strain. We said there's 25 strains of coronavirus, but an analysis called the inactivation of the envelope viruses and killing of cells by fatty acids, et cetera, et cetera goes on to say how the parent omega-6 and its long-chain metabolites can destroy the virus at the cellular level. So if it never gets into your body, if it never gets into your cells, wouldn't that be a good thing? So parent essential oils are really important. Okay? Okay, so as I've told you before, food is your medicine. And Hippocrates Hippocrates said, make medicine your food. Really important during this time. So we all know about washing our hands for 20 seconds, avoiding handshakes, and resisting the urge to touch your face, 
which is probably the only good reason for wearing a mask. We'll get into that a little bit. Another key step involves our immune system, as we've been talking about, and lifestyle choices. So daily, we should it should be our goal to have our operating system, like the computer operating system, our immune system, functioning at its best. Getting good shut-eye, right? And taking the time to de-stress. How do you do that? Well, if you're having trouble sleeping, you can use uh, melatonin, three milligrams at night. You can get out and exercise. That will be a great thing uh, for your, your immune system. You know, the average adult sleeps seven to nine hours of, uh, at night. Okay, so we haven't talked a lot about this, and we had a, Dr. Grant as a, as a guest uh, schedule, but because of this virus, it never happened. But he's a breathing expert. But breathing exercise, exercises, meditation, and jogging can help to get a good night's sleep and de-stress and maintain your immune health. All right, Eat the rainbow. How many, how many times have you heard that? Put a lot of color in your diet. Green kale, cucumber, oranges, sweet potatoes, carrots, Right? Purple and blue use of plums, blueberries. The colors are healthy, ladies and gentlemen. Eating whole foods without all the chemicals and additives. And the good, healthy fats. So there was an article out today. Carbohydrates, uh, fats are not the cause of high cholesterol. Carbohydrates are. Well, we've been telling you that for 20 years. All right? Have good fats, good saturated fats. Not the uh, canola oil and vegetable oils that are unsaturated. And you can take some some supplements. You know, one of the ones that I like a lot is Zymessence, C-Y-M-E-S-S-E-N-C-E. It's made by Dr. Wong. And you get that from Dr. Wong Essentials. Uh, I hear stories about Zymessence day in and day out of the good that it does. You don't make systemic enzymes after you're age 27. And so you just, they just wear out as you get older. And they break up scar tissue. I had heard of a case today of a post-operative lady who couldn't swallow, but started taking Zymessence, and all of a sudden her, her swelling and fibrosis started to go away, and she did not need a second operation. So I would, uh, I would say that should be one, your parent essential oils, your Megaspore probiotic, and this time, I think some zinc, like 100 milligrams a day, preferably zinc citrate, would not do you any harm. And, and you know what I've been talking about, vitamin D. Vitamin D is critical during this time. You have to keep your levels between 60 and 80 nanomoles per liter. And you may need two to 5,000 units a day, but you can have that tested. Okay? Really important. So there are a few supplements that you might want to add. Uh, to your regimen. Okay. And I have a note here, follow your gut. Well, follow your gut means, uh, you know, what we just talked about, the good and bad bacteria. And on the sunny side of the street, huh? Get out and get some sun. Really important. So it's, it's more of a hormone than a vitamin. And Research is showing more and more now that vitamin D has both antimicrobial and antiviral potential for the body. 
Stay hydrated because water is the fuel that triggers the body's metabolic processes. Dr. Ron says drink half your body weight in ounces. If you weigh 100 pounds, drink 50 ounces of water. If you weigh 200 pounds, drink 100 ounces of water. Okay? Dehydrate. You don't want to be dehydrated, especially during these summer months. Because that can cause afternoon fatigue, headaches, and muscle cramps. Limit your exposure to toxins. Try and drink as pure water and pure diet as possible. Try and avoid chemicals that you can't pronounce. Try and avoid the sunscreens that have oxybenzone in them. Go to ewg.org and get a, good, get a list of good sunscreens. Okay, the sunscreens are causing more cancer than the sun. Okay, so that's, that's something you can do. And we have to be conscious of self-care. All right, so we want to keep our immune system strong, immunity, immunity, immunity. We do that by de-stressing, getting a good night's sleep, getting some exercise, taking the supplements we talked about, especially vitamin D and the megaspores. We talked last week a little bit about grounding, you know, walking in your bare feet, getting those good electrons from the earth. Also important in de-stressing and keeping your immune system healthy. Watch where you put that cell phone. Okay, keep, keep your Wi-Fi off at night. Most of us have a wireless printer. Try to remember to turn that off at night also. And remember the Marlboro Man? Everybody thought nothing could happen to him. Well, the Nokia Man might be our guy. We, you know, the people are making fun of EMF now like they made fun of cigarettes uh, 50 years ago. Okay, we have to be canceled. Cautious of that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope I don't want to give you too much information all at once. I hope that this you can digest this. Be the CEO of your own body. Remember that medical errors kill 250,000 Americans a year. That's a real epidemic. Okay. That is documented. One in five adults has been on the receiving end of a medical error. Okay, please be careful. Be the CEO. Read up on what you're doing. And we will see you here next week. Have a great week. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know. Just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor 
If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. See you next week. and all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, all of our episodes. So thank you again for listening. See you next week.